Good morning and welcome to Good Health, brought to you by Good Shepherd Healthcare System in the KOHU studio. I'm Caitlin Kozad, the host for Good Health, and today we are welcoming Paula Hagel into the studio. She's the assistant manager of Good Shepherd's Cardiopulmonary Rehabilitation Center, which is located on campus in Hermiston in the newest building called the Good Shepherd Medical Plaza. Paula will be sharing information about National American Heart Month and cardiopulmonary rehabilitation services at Good Shepherd. Paula, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. (laughs) So tell us about your role at Good Shepherd, Paula. Well, as assistant manager in cardiopulmonary rehab, I handle day-to-day operations, keep things running smoothly, um, keep track of our team and patients. Yes, and how many years have you been working with Good Shepherd? I have worked for Good Shepherd since 2000, so just about 24 years of service. Wow, amazing. Yes. Yes, (laughs) and uh, tell us about your background. Where did you attend school, and do you have certifications? Yes, so my background is in exercise physiology. I attended University of Western Oregon, University of Monmouth, And I have a certification as a clinical exercise physiologist from the American College of Sports Medicine. Awesome. Great. And why did you want to pursue a career in healthcare? Well, I I did an internship when I was at Western, and it was in cardiac rehab. And I fell in love with the patients and, you know, seeing them get their quality of life back. And then just wanted to pursue a career then. Awesome. Great. And let's talk about uh, February being American Heart Month. Um, Why is that an important health awareness? Well, American Heart Month uh, really allows uh, more awareness to be brought to preventing heart disease. And, you know, that's near and dear to my heart with um, uh, running cardiac rehab. So really just creating awareness for heart disease and um, reducing the risk of heart disease. Absolutely. And and tell us what heart disease is. Well, heart disease, also called coronary artery disease, occurs when an artery that supplies blood to the heart muscle becomes narrowed. If that narrowing becomes blocked, then a heart attack can occur. Right. And what are the risk factors for heart disease? Well, risk factors for heart disease include the following. You know, if you smoke, uh, if your cholesterol levels are elevated, if your blood pressure is elevated, if you have diabetes, if you have excess weight, if you're not moving, if you're not physically active, if your stress level is high, and then things that we have no control over, like our family history and our age. Right. And what are some of the steps uh, folks can take to reduce the risk of heart disease? Well, the good news is there are many things that we can do. And the following is from the um, NIH and American Heart Association and the actions that we have control over. So first of all, getting enough quality sleep, uh, lack of sleep or getting poor quality sleep, increasing the risk of having high blood pressure, heart disease, and other medical conditions. So trying to aim for seven to eight hours of sleep per night, going to bed and waking up about the same time, avoiding caffeine and nicotine can help your sleep, Uh, maintaining a healthy weight, um, 
choosing uh, healthy snacks like fruits and vegetables, uh, staying hydrated with water rather than sugary beverages, uh, aiming for 150 minutes a week of moderate intensity aerobic exercise, and um, consider uh, keeping track of your, your nutrition like a log or using an app. And, you know, Good Shepherd has an amazing uh, diabetes education program and dietitians that you can um, sit down with and work on your managing your weight and your nutrition habits. And your nutrition habits, you know, eating a heart-healthy diet is also recommended. And following the DASH diet, and DASH diet stands for Dietary Approaches to Stop Hypertension, so reducing your blood pressure. Uh, reading nutrition labels and and choosing foods that are low in sodium, saturated fat, and added sugars, trying to get lean protein and more whole foods, fruits and vegetables, Um, being more active. We kind of touched on that, but adults should really shoot for at least 150 minutes of moderate intensity uh, aerobic exercise. So things like walking, biking, swimming, anything that gets your heart beating faster counts. So taking the stairs, uh, parking further away, all of that counts towards that 150 minutes that helps keep our hearts healthy. And don't forget to include strength training exercises at least two to three days a week. And that can be um, machines at the gym. It could be your own body weight, dumbbells, uh, resistance bands, all of those things um, count. And if you're not sure where to start and you're new to exercise, you know, taking a short walk on a break at work or your lunch break, even if it's five to ten minutes, just getting moving is a good place to start to be more active. Another thing that we can work on to reduce our risk of heart disease is to stop smoking. Mm. Um, That's a big one, and I know the education department at Good Shepherd has tobacco cessation specialists, so if you need help, um, you can, of course, talk to your health care provider or contact the education department at Good Shepherd. Uh, another thing that NIH suggests is, you know, controlling cholesterol levels. Um, you know, you can eat a heart-healthy diet, of course, limit alcohol consumption, and, you know, get your, your numbers checked annually. Have your health care provider, you know, know what your numbers are, and if, if a medication is needed, you know, then follow up with that. But there are things you can do with your nutrition um, that can help that as well. Okay, and managing blood sugar, you know, maintaining stable blood sugar levels is crucial for heart health, especially for people with diabetes or those at risk of developing diabetes. Uh, You know, diet, again, rich in whole foods, including fruits, vegetables, whole grains, lean proteins, healthy fats, uh, monitoring your carbohydrate intake and choosing the healthier complex carbohydrates uh, like whole grains and legumes to help control blood sugar levels. And again, talking to your healthcare provider if diabetes education is, is needed and, and when to check your blood sugar. Another thing we can do is work on managing stress uh, using relaxation techniques, meditation, and, and activities like yoga and tai chi are really designed to reduce the amount of stress that you have. Uh, controlling your blood sugar is a big one. You know, keeping um, blood pressure in a healthy range and, and keeping track of your numbers, just like with your blood sugar and cholesterol, knowing your numbers is so important. Uh, having your, your blood pressure checked each time you visit the, your doctor and maybe even getting a monitor for home use. 
uh, and tracking that, keeping track. And if your um, blood pressure is consistently higher than 130 over 80, you know, that can lead to serious health problems. And then finally, uh, practicing self-care and, and social support. You know, uh, having support can help you with all, maintain all of these um, heart-healthy practices. It makes sense. And you mentioned a lot of um, services that Good Shepherd provides um, to aid with all of those um, steps folks can take to reduce heart disease. Um, So let's talk about cardiopulmonary rehabilitation and how you folks can help. Yes. So what we do in cardiac rehab, you know, we, we help guide patients on their journey with lifestyle change and help them exercise and and help to get their heart stronger and their muscles stronger um and to to be a participant in cardiac rehab your physician has to refer you and so if you've had a heart attack if you've had coronary stenting open heart surgery uh if you've had um congestive heart failure with reduced ejection fraction maybe your valves you've had a um, repair or operated on and then a heart transplant of course and then stable angina um, are all diagnoses that can get you into cardiac rehab and like the national average for referral is only 20 to 30 percent of people that could actually participate so you know if you've had an intervention ask your physician about coming to cardiac rehab to help uh, regain your strength and endurance. Excellent. And um, what can a patient expect when they are first referred to cardiac rehab? Yeah, so our process, uh, when we have a, a new patient, we, we complete an intake evaluation, just a sit down, getting to know the patient, their health history. There's a little bit of physical assessment and a six-minute exercise test completed on that first day. After that, we put them into a class, and generally we have classes Monday, Wednesday, Friday for cardiac patients um, where they learn to, you know, learn the warm-up. They have some aerobic exercise, strength training, and a cool-down and stretch is kind of an hour-long class, what that would look like. And then we would also help educate, you know, some of these, you know, reducing risk factors that we've already been talking about and lifestyle change. Um, all of that's incorporated into cardiac rehab. Great. And um, tell us about the cardiac rehab team. We have an amazing team. I am so proud of our team. We have, you know, an, we have nurse, exercise physiologist, respiratory therapists, and then our director is Tony Garberg, who manages our program, respiratory EKG, the sleep lab. I mean, he's got, he wears a lot of hats. Um, so we come from different backgrounds. And it's, it's nice to be able to, um, you know, go to your colleague and say, you know, what do you think about this? Uh, and so it, it really is a team effort. And so you mentioned classes. Um, you know, what is the duration? How long do those classes um, go for? And um, what can patients expect with the classes? Yeah, so cardiac rehab, you know, is uh, insurance covered generally. And Medicare will cover up to 36 visits. That doesn't mean that that patient has to be there for 36. So anywhere from about four weeks to 12 weeks, we have that patient, which is wonderful because you can really see how they progress in, the, in that amount of time. 
And then we also offer a maintenance program. So after someone graduates, if they are interested in joining our gym and paying a little bit out of pocket like a gym membership, they can continue uh, to exercise and utilize, you know, a little bit of medically supervised exercise. Um, And we have a lot of phase three patients that have been there for years. So it's really fun. Yes, and um, the last time I visited um, there, I just was so in awe of all the equipment. It seems like you guys really have the latest and greatest equipment available, too. Yeah, we do. We have techno gym equipment, state-of-the-art. It's pretty amazing. And then we also have new steps in there as well. Um, And we have resistance training, bands, uh, dumbbells, and a pulley system. Um, And then we also have incorporated balance training as well. Great. Another thing I noticed when I visited was that big uh, gong. Can you tell us what that's about? Yeah. So (laughs) um, one of our pulmonary patients uh, passed away and her parents donated some money. And our director, Tony Garber, had an amazing idea of, of this gong and it is large <laughs> you and it and the sound it emits is amazing so when someone graduates the program they get to hit that gong and so it's in honor of our patient that passed away but it's a celebration every time you hear that noise oh what a yeah. lovely thing yes. in that patient's honor i love yes. that um so does the cardiopulmonary rehabilitation team um, collaborate with other providers that are caring for the patient yes so uh generally every 30 days a treatment plan goes back to the re- a progress report if you will goes back to the referring provider so we're in contact with that um, referring provider uh, you know if the patient needs a diabetes education. If they need physical therapy, they they hold our program, go to physical therapy. So, or if they need to uh, a little counseling, we try to refer them or point them in that direction, um, so that they get the the right um, team working with them. So we do work with other um, groups. Yes, it sounds like a real team approach um, with the patient at the heart of of all those decisions and um, collaboration. So that's great. Um, Do you have an awesome patient experience story you could share with us? I do. Um, We have a patient that and he's been with us over five years. You know, he's joined our maintenance program. But when he first started out, he was on the list to receive an LVAD, a, a left ventricular assist device at OHSU, which is a pump um, that assists the heart, like so, which is a, a, a option that they put people on that need a heart transplant. So he was on the transplant list, mm-hmm. and he came to us, and um, he went through the program, and we worked with him. He really worked hard with lifestyle change. And he doesn't have a heart pump. He has his own heart. He never had to have a transplant. His um, efficiency of his heart, his ejection fraction, increased. So he's no longer on the transplant list. And he comes, you know, most days, sometimes, you know, three to five days a week in the maintenance program. And he's one of our biggest advocates. You know, he, he so... That is a wonderful success story. Um, And then the small successes that you see on a day-to-day basis where, um, you know, someone uh, that couldn't do a a stand-up out of a chair 
they are able to complete 10 to 15 or or walk from their car to our department now they can do it easily they went back to work you know all of these things the, the quality of life um that that patients you see it every day and it's you know it's wonderful to to see and to work in that environment oh it sounds inspiring and satisfying what a lovely thing and um i wanted to ask how cardiac rehab compares um to other hospitals you know in the area that might have this service what are your thoughts on that you know our our approach uh that we are really proud of as we really individualize the program to the patient you know if someone needs a one-on-one we have the staff uh and the capability to do that i've worked at other hospitals where there's it's such a large uh group of patients that we're not always able to give that one-on-one individual attention so that's one of the things i'm one of the things i'm most proud of is that we really um have the opportunity to work one-on-one and, and make it a unique experience for the patient. Tailored with the patient in mind. Yes, yes. very good. Um, so I wanted to get back to heart disease again, and um, I had read a statistic um, that heart disease is the leading cause of death in the United States, um, causing one in four deaths each year. Um, can you explain your thoughts on how we got to that point and and why we need to spread awareness to help help combat this. Yeah, I think it is a complex issue. Um, you know, we don't have to work as hard in our day-to-day life. We don't expend as much energy as we used to. We have high caloric, um, high sugar, high, high dense fatty foods at our disposal. Uh, it's easy to get. So, you know, I mean, there's a lot of factors that can have contributed to why heart disease is is kind of the leading cause of death. But the good news is there are a lot of things you can do uh, lifestyle-wise to reduce your risk, things that we've talked about. Um, So, you know, the the issue is there, but you can can take some individual responsibility and, you know, get moving, you know, talk to your doctor about your cholesterol levels and get some lab work. Um, you know, doing all of those things that we've talked about today can really help reduce your risk. Good. And, um, you know, what else would you like to share with the community about cardiac rehab? Uh, well, you know, when you come to us, you, you might be a little apprehensive or nervous or scared even, and just understand that you're in good hands and there's no judgment. Um, you know, it's a safe environment to um, learn and exercise and, and really get your life back. And is there anything else you'd like to share with our community today about American Heart Month or anything to do with our cardiac rehab center? Yes. Well, you know, in regards to uh, American Heart Month, you know, just taking action, doing those things, um, being more active, uh, all of those things you can do to reduce your risk of heart disease, you know, take action today, get started. Um, And then if you if you have been diagnosed with heart disease or you've had an intervention, talk to your doctor about coming to cardiac rehab, you know, and we can help guide you and and be on that journey back to your um, improving that quality of life. 
Great. It's time to wrap up Good Health today. I want to thank Paula Hagel for joining us this morning to share about National American Heart Month this February. And all of this great, helpful information about Good Shepherd's Cardiopulmonary Rehabilitation Center. If you would like to learn more about cardiac rehab, visit our website. It's www.gshealth.org. Or you can call the team. They're at 541-667-3687. Be sure to check out our Facebook page where we'll post a link to today's program via a podcast. Paula, thanks again for being here today. I really appreciate your time and all the information that you shared. Thank you, Caitlin. Again, this is Good Health brought to you by Good Shepherd Healthcare System in the KOHU studio. Thank you for joining us and be well.